0: What's up everybody? I'm Mike Wilson with Any Hour Services and we're proud to help bring you this podcast. If you ever need a resource for information about your home's electrical, plumbing, heating or air conditioning system, you can find Any Hour Services on Facebook, YouTube or online at anyhourservices.com. I'm Scott
1: Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell and Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant or harder to follow. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Contact Cordell, Cordell Cordell.com. 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404.
0: Welcome to Ideation Collective. I'm Jess Larson. Today, we're continuing with part two of our Funding Lab episode with my co-host, Josh Soloway. We're interviewing securities lawyer, Marty Tate.
2: For an entrepreneur, I think that um, you know They have to realize that to have competent legal counsel, it's going to, they will have to pay for that, but that doesn't mean they need to pay out the nose. And...
0: This is another episode of our Innovation and Leadership series where we interview pro-athletes, world-class musicians, CEOs, Hollywood filmmakers, and a wide variety of other high achievers. Before we get rolling, we want to invite you to get involved in the charity our founders helped start called Child Rescue. We work to combat child sex trafficking in the U.S. and globally. The top project you could help with now is in Cusco, Peru. There are 20 girls that the local government rescued but didn't have anywhere to keep them safe so they put them in jail. The government has said that they're willing to give custody of these kids to the aftercare facility we're helping to expand now once we raise enough money and build an extra building there. To learn more, please click on the Child Rescue tab on our website which is icollective.co. So with that out of the way, let's get to the interview. Josh, you want to go with our next question?
1: Sure. Uh, you know, picking up from uh, where we sort of left off on our last uh, our last uh, segment, the where we're talking about Reggae Plus. Along the same lines, uh, for Regulation CF, the true crowdfunding uh, aspect uh, of the Jobs Act, you talk a little bit about what, as an entrepreneur, um, I should be thinking about, or any of our listeners should be thinking about uh, when approaching uh, sort of Reg CF true crowdfunding um, uh, raise
2: or thinking about doing something? Yeah, so I I think we talked about it earlier just about, I think we made the comparison to a, uh, you know, a rewards-based or a product-based campaign that that somebody would do. I think a regulation, so a regulation CF, which as you said, sort of the true crowdfunding, I think that's what, um, you know, obviously they're all forms of, Raising capital from the crowd, raising ca- capital from the masses, but when people think of crowdfunding, I think this is what they are thinking of. this allows you know anybody um, whether they're accredited or not to to participate in a securities offering, which is something that and to participate in a securities offering that's that's being got, conducted you know over the internet um, and that's what's so revolutionary it's just you've never been able to you haven't been able to do that. And so it allows these, you know, allows anybody to invest, um, you know, within certain limitations in these offerings. And from an entrepreneur standpoint, I think this really allows them to, it, in my mind, in my opinion, it, it fills that, or at least supplements that friends and family round. Um, it allows you to, to expand that if nothing else. Um, I think we talked about um, having a strong social network and having that network built around your company and your product. I think that the things that we talked about with a product base apply here, too. Is your company, you know, is there, do you have a product that people are excited about? Um, and I think that product can be something as simple, you know, as, as a consumer product. Um, I'm working with one company right now who has a really, cool retro um, bicycle that was actually invented by the guy's father back in the 70s and it's called swing bike and to me it's a like a perfect product it's a consumer product people can get excited about it it's kind of throwback Um, so i think that that's a good um a a good target for that but it could also be a, a local a local business so somebody that you're trying to raise money for, a local coffee shop or, or pizzeria or, or um, you know, something that, a uh, community center or something like that. Um, something that people, again, can get excited about and, and really wrap their head around. I think those are going to be really viable candidates for um, a, a, reg, a crowdfunding round under Regulation CF. Um, and you know,
0: thinking about all this, um, I, I want to go. I want to look at maybe like look at a reg A plus thirty thousand foot view. Me as the entrepreneur, what are the check boxes I'm going to need to check here? Uh, just quickly before we do that, what do you think somebody should budget for for costs for running a reg CF? Legal fees, filing fees, anything like that.
2: And I think I think that's where your your the real differences are going to be. Um, you you reference reg A plus first, and I'll, so I'll I'll hit that in a second, but Um, for a reg CF round, um, the, I think from a, you know, I can speak from a legal standpoint that your legal fees to do a reg CF round are probably going to be, you know, 3,500 to to maybe 5,000, um, to put together your form C, your disclosure material. Um, so that. From a securities offering standpoint, it's a pretty um, low threshold. Then you'll have to pay. There's, you know, some filing fees, and and, and you'll have to fill, you have to do a Regulation CF offering through a licensed intermediary. So this is a portal that has registered with the SEC and has been and FINRA and is approved to sell um, or do conduct Regulation CF offerings on their site. So they're going to. Um, they will charge fees some of those charge fees up front most of them will just take commission based upon based upon the raise um and that can be and you know up to five percent of the amount you're raising um and then i think the most Im- the most important piece actually and this is is engaging a proper marketing partner and um and it can't just be any um you know, publicity firm or or PR agency or marketing agency, they really have to hire somebody that understands A, social media, B, um, you know, everything from SEO to, you know, other sort of web advertising tactics, but then also knows how to navigate the rules of um, regulation CF, which really limit what an issuer, um, you know, a, a company that's raising money can say and do during this raise and how they can do it. So, um, but I, I think you have to budget, um, you know, I would say $10,000 at least towards that marketing campaign um, because that's really what it's about. It's driving those eyeballs and traffic to, to that uh, offering.
0: And and versus a Reg A plus, what would you what do you think for budget and timeline there?
2: So a Reg A plus is going to be um, significantly more expensive. Again, you can under a Regulation CF offering, you can only raise up to a million dollars. So it's all you know if you view it as a percentage of the raise, um, you know you're probably fifteen percent of your raise in a Reg CF offering is going to go towards you know towards fees. Um, and I think I think you're you are um, you know it's a percentage it's not as expensive but um, to do a reggae plus offering legal fees are going to be anywhere from um, you know twenty five thousand dollars up to hundred twenty five thousand really depending on um, you know honestly speaking depending on just the law firm that you hire and um, and where that law firm's located and so forth, um, and, and their their fee structure, um, and then uh, you, I think you have to allocate, you know, a, a significant amount again towards the marketing of that um, campaign, um, whether that's fifty thousand, whether that's a hundred thousand. Um, really depends on the size of the offering and, and what you have to do that. There's a people reference, um, you know, is, is sort of the poster child for a successful raise, was Elio Motors, um, who raised a um, a successful campaign on Start Engine. Now, um, you know, I know they spent a significant amount of money on, on legal. Um, I've talked to their attorney on that. I know they've spent, um, you know, in, they what they offered to start Engine to do the offering was um, significant, but really where they, the, the, where they spent the money was on um, marketing and really using social media to, and, uh, to reach out to, um, to, to build a fan base and then mobilize that fan base once the campaign was live.
0: Josh, what do you, what do you want to cover next? I think that that is the kind of information that is really great. It's so, you know, there's so much on the web where people are talking in generality. So hearing real numbers like that's really helpful, Marty. Um, Josh, what, what do you think we should ask next?
1: Well, I think that's, I think that's right. I think it's, you know, that's, that's the kind of information people need. The other thing is, you know, who do they need to have on the team for a successful campaign? You know, uh, like, and what should they ask those people, right? Like, uh, you know, even a lawyer, like first starts. Let's say for the lawyer, you know, what? How do they? How should they approach
0: interviewing uh,
1: uh, a lawyer for to, to help to represent them to help them with, with a reg A plus or a reg CF race?
0: Yeah, I've got a brother-in-law that does some real estate law. Can he? How hard would it be for him to do this? Do I really need a securities lawyer?
1: Yeah, and if I do, and I'm talking to one, who should I be? T- you know, one of the things I can ask, I should ask.
2: Him. Yeah. So because
1: clearly it, it's a new area. You know, I took. I'll just as an aside. Before I give you that question, you know, I took a, a course as a continuing legal education course where, you know, you understand more. You've been through, been through that pain, I'm sure, Marty. Uh, and, you know, I took one a while back on crowdfunding. The first thing the guy said, or, you know, Greg A+. The first thing the guy said was, I am not an expert. I have never done any in this space. <laughs> and he's teaching, uh, you know, a continuing legal education course for one of the biggest, uh, you know, CLE uh, companies in the country. So, and he said, "But it's okay because it's all new." And uh, and so, but with that in mind, what should they
2: do? Yeah, I think that. Um, yeah, I, it is a specialized area of law, um, and there, I, I think it is important that you're that you're that the questions you're asking do relate to experience, do relate to. Experience in this specific area. There's a lot of securities lawyers. I know that you know here within my market, um, there's, there are plenty of securities lawyers. But I would venture to say that there, I'm not familiar with any that have that are doing Reg A plus offerings right now, aside from you know my firm. Um, and I think you can see that nationally. I think that there are um, you know you've got these. You know, your large national firms, even within those groups, I think you have, you know, smart and, and obviously very capable people, but you want to make sure that they're not, they have the experience and they're not learning on, on your dime or, you know, worse, they're not training their associates on your, you know, you wouldn't want this to be their first reggae plus offering and, and putting a, you know, a junior associate on it. That, that, that would be my concern. Um, so I I think there's that level of expertise. I think that um you want to be comfortable, you know, with a lawyer if um like you said if you have a brother-in-law that's a real estate lawyer, that's obviously not the person you want to talk to. Um but that they might if it's a real estate offering, they might be able to help in some areas, but um I think that uh you know, and I I'm definitely won't promote myself as is one of uh you know the only option, because I think there's there are a lot of great attorneys, there are a lot of great uh, attorneys that I speak on panels with that um, are really experts in this field and really not only understand securities laws, but understanding understand the nuance nuances of the Jobs Act, understand the nuances of of um, you know part of the tricky part is you know, what is because it is a new area, a lot of people don't understand what you can and can't do during that raise, I and mean, we can follow you can refer to the rules and regulations but there's a lot of uh, there's been a lot of conversation with regulators between myself and other security lawyers with um, that you know it, it's not you can't find it in the rules and so there's a lot of there's this sort of growing database of mindshare amongst security attorneys that, that that is helpful I think in those offerings and then I think the other thing is just you need to be I think everybody needs to be careful about costs um, for an entrepreneur. I think that um you know they have to realize that, that to have competent legal counsel it's going to they they will have to pay for that, but that doesn't mean they need to pay out the nose and so I, I would shop around on rates and 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 see you know where and make sure that they're they're getting you know competitive rates.
1: You know that's a that that hits though on a key thing a key you know fat point though right as a as an you know as you know as an attorney you and say okay you want to shop rate but you don't want to over shop rate to the point where you're because to a certain extent you get what you pay for to another extent you want somebody if you have somebody who's because some of the stuff is so new but you have somebody who's a forty year practitioner or thirty year securities attorney or something who's stayed up on it is clearly like well versed in it but you might be as first. and maybe if you're uh, your budget's not as big. Maybe you, you can't afford to go to uh, one of the sort of emerging, emerging leaders, you know, whether it's Dougs or whomever, uh, you know, just yet. Uh, maybe you, Or maybe you have a securities attorney you're really comfortable with and you know that you've used and you want to sort of test him out a little bit to see if he knows enough about this uh, to, to sort of get there. But balancing that against, you know, you would have to come with a I
2: would imagine, you know, a very competitive rate if you go that route. Yeah, and and again, I think you have to be a little bit um, leery of the, you know, the low cost low cost leader or somebody that's just, um, it's uh, willing to to you know undercut rates just to to try to get the business. Um, but I I, but I do think there is a wide variety, and you know, I think that's. Something that's really helped and worked to my advantage being in Salt Lake City, um, my rates are lower I just and there's other attorneys you know that I know that aren't in as large of markets, and they can they can uh, promote that same advantage. I think you know you get into um, you know firms out of new york or or the bay area there's a level of competency there, but i I don't think it's superior, but you definitely will. Pay more. And I think that's just a function of, again, the market. Um, so it's something to be mindful of. Yeah,
1: you have to balance it. You know, I always laugh whenever I see those billboards, you know, that are like, uh, you know, for like laser surgery, laser eye surgery, right? You like, it's like a buy <laughs> one, get one free. It's
2: like, you know, I'm not searching for some things I don't want to deal on, right? Yeah. No, a I, reasonable rate,
1: but I'm happy to pay a professional. You
2: know? Yes. Yeah, so. no, and that's, that's exact that's exactly true. Um, like I said, um, I think, I think you can, you can um get a pretty good understanding and and I think within um I think within this area like I said there's a number of uh really competent attorneys um throughout the country that are that are uh well versed in in the jobs act and regular and reg a and regulation cf and and uh 506c and and that can really guide you through those so i think i think it is important that you have somebody on your team regardless of who they are regardless of how much you're paying them that you that can guide you through the, the nuances of of that offering um because again you are you know going back to your analogy you're not necessarily dealing with your eyesight but but uh the consequences are pretty significant if if you uh run afoul of the securities law, so.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and that's true, right? And you don't want to, you be dead in the water before you even get off the block, right? You, just, you really need to be, uh, uh, you know, from that, from that perspective, it, it's really important to be with somebody who's a good guy. You know, uh, sort, of, sort of moving a little away from that topic, but more towards just broadly staying up to speed, getting up to speed, um, what are the websites or, Resources that you like to uh, monitor regularly for the latest kind of developments and changes on Reggae Class, crowdfunding, etc.
2: Um, so the websites that that um, I refer to and and um, crowdfunding, crowdfunding Insider is a great um, it's a great website. Um, a lot of great contributors there. Um, and then a resource that um, I rely on is one of my colleagues at uh, a, a securities attorney named Sarah Hanks. She has a business called CrowdCheck. Um, Sarah is one of the leading minds in, in, in uh, crowdfunding and, um, you know, just happy that she's in, the, in, um, in this industry and, and really provides some great information. Um, and then, you know, there are a number of, uh, blogs out there, um, crowdfunding legal advice has, um, is a, is a good source of, uh, a lot of different articles and, and so forth. So, um, there's a number of, of, uh, a number of, you know, my colleagues have, have blogs as well. So that's great. And we'll, you know,
1: with the show notes, we'll certainly be posting that, those, you know, that, that, uh as resources that people could sort of know where to go to kind of get the latest and greatest on these developments. So it's a moving target, right? It's, it's developing, it's advancing all the time. Uh, and speaking of that, I mean, there are even some of these sort of, uh, uh, you know, whether it's the petition uh, you know, for, for fixing crowdfunding, and reggae, you know, and all, the new reggae plus petition and all that kind of stuff. Um, what are your thoughts or what do you think on that? What what's, what's, should people be aware of there? Which may be following has impact,
2: you know, companies. You know, I think that again, it's um, it is a moving target, and it's something that um, you know, going. I think it goes back to your to the putting together your team. I think that um, obviously having competent securities counsel is is important, but um, you know, working with um, if you're an issuer, you know, working with a, a platform that is um established and, and has um you know a good track record is going to be essential. Um because they'll a lot of that stress and worry about, well am I doing the right thing can be alleviated just by working with the right platform. And you know I there's a number that I work with, there's a number that I associate with that, that I think are fantastic. Um, and it's just really, I, th- I think, associating with yourself with the, that, building that that right team to stay on top of those things, those items. Wh-
0: which would you say those are? What are what are some of the ones that you feel like have have got their a game on?
2: You no, know, there's a few that are are I would say sort of have been out in front. Um, I like the guys at Start Engine. I think that um, they've done a really good job um, and. Uh, there's, you know, and obviously have, have had some success in both the reggae field and, and are now, you know, moving into Regulation CF. Um, WeFunder is a is one of the early pioneers. I, I met their founders, like I said, back in Salt Lake City and, um, four or five years ago, um, and they have really been... Um, Instrumental in in moving the industry forward, and and are a great group, and I think, um, I think have the the right mentality to help entrepreneurs. And um, you know, there's a company out of Texas that I've worked with called Crowd Borders, which I like their their approach as well. But you'll see, I think over the next six months, you're going to see you know another dozen or so maybe 20 more portals come online and i think you'll see some specialization um i'm i'm working with a couple of port- or platforms now that um you know one is is really focused on um companies that are um have sort of a latin american twisted so companies that either started by um you know entrepreneurs that are um of you know, from Latin America, or are focused on products or services that are are directed towards um, Latin America, which I think is kind of what's cool. that one called? It's called uh, Latino Directo or Directo, and they they're not live yet, but they you know hopefully they will be within the next six months. What about on the um, real
0: estate side? Who do you like on the real estate side?
2: on the real estate side, uh, again you're seeing specialization there too. Um, I know the. The folks at Patch of Land um, have worked with them and really like them. Um, I think they're they're a good group. But again, they're they're really specializing and honed in their model is is more of the um, the um, non occupied residential property. So if you're a um, you know somebody does fix and flips, I think that they really have got that system nailed down. Whereas um, you know, Fundrise, for example, is is really focusing on these um, investment funds or these REITs that they're doing. Um, Realty Shares is is changing their model. Realty Mobile is changing their model. So um, I think that I think it's worthwhile that, to you know kind of investigate because it's just like you have you know different financial products that are offered by different you know um, mutual funds or or financial um, advisors. I think you're seeing that too. Now you're seeing more of a specialization saying, do I want to invest in something that's a long-term investment and, and do an equity investment in a a project? Or do I want something where I'm a debt, a a short-term debt investment where I'm going to get my money back plus a return in 18 months. Um, And all of those options are available.
0: That's great. Well, um, before we close up here, Josh, uh, what, what other questions do you have for Marty?
1: You know, I think that, you know, those are, those are really, you know, a good start there. And I think, you know, you're talking about, you know, the leading platforms and really getting a feel of all how much is going to be coming online is, is key, but how should people think about that when they look at these different platforms? Cause as you said, it's just going to get more complex, right? It's, as everybody gets a little more and more sort of niche, right? Uh, is it in terms as a platform, right? So, how should companies think about uh, you know, finding the right
2: one? Well, and again, I think it, it depends on, you know, I know that your show is focused on entrepreneurs, right? So we have to look at you know, where are they in the where are they in the process? Um, is it a true startup? and, you know, how much money they're trying to raise. If it's a, if it's an early stage or friends and family around and they're trying to raise $250,000, you know, they want to look at, they want to, again, partner with um, advisors that can help them navigate that, whether it's a legal advisor or a marketing advisor that can say, this is the best choice for you. Uh, and then partnering with a platform that's going to, hit the right market markets, right? I mean, if they're, um, and again, I don't, at this point, I think a lot of the companies are really just saying, Hey, we're not, we're, I don't think they are as focused as they will be. I think that as companies continue to evolve and pivot and define their, um, their model that we will see evolution. You'll see, hey, this is the best site to go to for these types of products. For consumer products, it's best to go here. It might be it might be one platform that's just really focused and really understands um, software and technology. Um, another company might be you know, concerned with products. Others might be really focused on community development. So I, I think you'll see that. Um, right now, I think it's just it's a little bit um wild west i think everybody's just the the uh you know dozen portals that are approved they're just they're just trying to get traction right now so um i think that will change yeah i think that's a and that's you know
1: in in sort of closing i suppose just uh bring it all together really quickly uh because we covered so much ground uh sort of closing guidance closing closing sort of advice or words for be it entrepreneurs or mid-sized companies looking at at, uh, at, at taking advantage of, the, of these things. Um, what's your sort of closing guidance or closing recommendation?
2: You know, I think that it's, there's uh, my recommendation would be to not be afraid. I think that there's a lot of people that are sort of sitting on the sidelines saying, well, what what is this? Where is it going to go? Um, I think that that entrepreneurs should do their research. Um, and then just make sure, again, that they have a competent team, that they're getting good advice, both you know, from a legal standpoint but also from a marketing standpoint, from, um, you know, from the platform that they ultimately work, work with and make sure that they're, they're being guided through it because it, it is an endeavor. It's something that you will have to spend money out of the gate, and so you want to make sure that you, you position yourself for success. Um, there's nothing worse than going and, you know, spending the money and, and not having the, uh, um, not having success with it. So I think you, you want to make sure that you, you get your ducks in a row. And like, I, as I referenced before, I think it's important that, um, from a company and I'm not a marketing guy, but I think you have to be building up those, those, uh, social networks and, and, um. And generating those that sort of those followers so that when you do launch, you have that buzz, you have this core of you know potential investors. I mean, you're turning, you're turning your followers and your likers and, and customers into investors. And that's what you um, and that's the key. and that's the opportunity too. It's to take um, fans of whatever you're doing and say, Hey, let's take this to the next step. We want you to be an investor, and we want you to, to ride along with us. So, I think that's the opportunity, and that's what's that's what's exciting to me.
1: Well, that's uh, that's really uh, you know, that's that's a good place, you know, to sort of wrap that. And that's good closing advice. I mean, there is nothing worse than, than spending money, uh, particularly in the earlier stage you are, and not having it work. Let alone spending the money to have the option hiring the wrong team or doing it wrong and in the process because you got the wrong people basically take the option off the table because you did it wrong um and you close the door on it that's really tough or make it very expensive to try and do it again so that's that's good advice you know um where we're, we're gonna wrap there today so where can people find you on you know what's the best way for people to reach out to you where can they find you online etc um yeah
2: so best way to reach me is i'll give my you know my email address is m at c l i l a w dot com um, or just www.clilaw.com dot c l i law dot com um or my phone number is 801-534-4435 and uh yeah, i'd love for uh, people to reach out and happy to answer any questions or provide whatever direction or guidance i can
1: right. excellent well, thank you so much for your time today, uh, Marty. Uh, it's really uh, really
2: helpful and
0: insightful. So thanks a lot. My pleasure. Thanks so much. Thanks for making time. Bye. That was part two of our interview. If you missed part one, please go back an episode and download the episode before this one for the first half of the interview. As always, please check iCollective.co for show notes of things referenced during the interview and to learn more about our guest. And if you're interested, we'd love to have you learn more about the charity Child Rescue. Go to the menu page on iCollective and click on Child Rescue. Thanks so much.
1: Hi, welcome to the Subway ad for $2.99 subs. How would you like it?
0: Uh, I'll take Drill Sergeant, please.
1: You got it. Alright, now listen up. I want each and every one of you to drop and give me a 6-inch meatball marinara. Cold-cut combo, veggie delight, or black forest ham on your choice of bread with any veggies you want for just $2.99 each. Sir, yes, sir! Time Make it what you want at participating restaurants. Additional charge for extras plus applicable tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied.